hello. Welcome to another episode of the Joy Social Work Podcast. I am Joy. What it do, boo? Um, happy June. Happy June. Y'all know how I feel about June. Or maybe you don't know how I feel about June, but we're in June. Um, June tends to be the month of the year that is the hardest for me because we are coming off the tail of Rashim's death. My mother passed away in June. My dad's birthday's in June. My parents' anniversary's in June. And Father's Day's in June. So I tend to not like this month. Um, today I'm having a good day. It's Saturday, June 4th. Um, yesterday, not as great. But I also, you know, Instagram and uh, Snapchat reminded me that it was the um, fifth year anniversary of Rashim's funeral. So that could be it. You know, I'd be trying to pretend that the dates don't really affect me, but the dates tend to affect me. I don't know what that's about, but I don't always like it or I don't ever like it. But here we are five years since he passed still doesn't feel like it's real. Um, but definitely a, a, definitely a moment to reflect on my support system and be super grateful for them. Always shout out to my friends. Like, I, when I say I think I have the best friends on the planet, I really, really, truly believe that I do. Thank y'all for always being there for me. Um, and then shout out to like the world and like folks who have been there who don't know me or I don't know them, but they know things about me because that I've been finding out more and more is like real. Like people, even now clients, I've been like, I know these things about you. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know too much. Uh, this podcast is very different. I've talked about this before. It's a very different space when I worked with children because they didn't listen to this podcast. And now I work with adults and they do sometimes. And so part of why we're ending in January. So <laughs> um, just very grateful always for the support that I've gotten. Um, thank you for continuing to listen and to share this with folks. And I'm just very grateful for this opportunity and to be able to have this platform in general. Um, but I am sitting here. Okay. Like, let me think, wait, wait, do I have announcements? Do I have announcements? Um, thank you for everybody who's been supporting dope therapy talk. So Marvin and I, um, if you haven't checked out Marvin's TEDx talk, please do so. It's on YouTube. I'm sure it's not that difficult to find. <laughs> um, and we will be coming with some more dope therapy talks. We're going to meet uh, next week to, to, to plan that out. Um, we're also going to be offering recordings for each of them. So if you missed session one, which was on consultation intake and first session, we're going to be doing a recording of that and selling that as well. Um, you know, just so you can kind of see what we do and add it to your practice. If you're not yet practicing and you're nervous, just kind of get us a, a sense of like, it doesn't have to be as difficult and complicated and our programs might not have taught us, but you can do it. You can do it. You can do this. Um, so yeah, that's what's happening. There's some other like projects that I'm working on for other folks. Um, did I tell you I got licensed in Georgia? I don't remember. Well, I got my license in Georgia. So I'm able to practice in Georgia. So I'm accepting new clients. I don't have even an availability. I feel like, which is when people want therapy. I don't have it. My Saturdays have now cleared up. So I do have some Saturday availability, that's the word, and some daytime stuff. So that's what's happening. I'm also, um, for the month of June, and we'll see how it goes for June if I continue it, but I'm doing a pick my brain session. It's interesting how people ask me a lot of questions for free. 
when I'm like, yeah, I'm charging for that. No one has. But whatever. June, I'm doing a pick my brain session. Um, you can schedule those. If you follow me on Instagram at the Joy of Social Works, at the Joy of Social Work, you can schedule one um, in the link in my bio. And it's an hour. You can talk about private practice, being a podcaster. You want to get advice from me, whatever the case may be. You just want to chit chat. This is your time to do so. Um, and we'll see how it goes. One thing I have noticed, and I will say this, um, you know, I know folks who aren't, you know, credentialed and don't have, you know, maybe, maybe they'll be talking to people about the things, but they do talk about people with the thing, talk about the things with the people and the people pay them. And I feel a way about it because some of these people are fraudulent and y'all support them, but that's, that's on y'all. It's not on me. I, I've never wanted to be the person to like expose somebody for who they are. I don't think that's okay. Even though the people do the things in the opposite, it's just not my, my way. I am, um, would prefer not to. I feel like people figure out who, who folks are on their own and it's not my job to tell you, but it's just very interesting how folks are like, you know, I do this, I do that. I do this, I do that. And I'm like, hmm, okay. But yeah, sips, sips Prosecco. But anyway, there's nothing else really going on that I can think of. Yeah, so what I wanted to talk about today was being an auntie. So, and being an auntie now has so many meanings and definitions and feelings for me. Um, and I'm going to bring them all down for you right now. So let's start with being a biological auntie. So I have a nephew who is 14 years old. Um, He is the only child of my sister. I have a sister. She and I are 19 years apart. We have the same father, different mothers. Um, And we used to be super close. More so when I was a child, as I got older, our relationship I think change just because of our age difference, like me being in high school and her being in her thirties, this is a very different dynamic. Um, So not as close, whatever. Um, And I always said, I want to be an aunt. I want to be an aunt. I want to be an aunt. I want you to have a baby. I want to be an aunt. At 42, my sister has her first and only child. Such a big, Joyous event. My dad is so happy. He's a grandfather. You know, my mom's a nana. Her mom's a grandma. You know, all of the things. Everybody's so happy. We love my nephew. Um, And then my dad passes away. My mom passes away. Her mom is still alive. Um, But there is a a real shift. And I think part of the shift comes from feelings that I have that I haven't expressed and maybe feelings that she has that she hasn't expressed. Um, and over the years we have stated that we would like to have a different relationship, but no one's really done the work to do it. I've talked about it at nauseam. I feel like in therapy to try to figure out, well, what can I do? And to also express, like, I feel like as the younger child, the younger sibling, I don't want to do the work. Also as the person who feels like I've been wronged, I don't want to do the work. Um, so I'll make the initiative to the point that I feel comfortable with. 
And one of the things my previous therapist, because I'm going back to therapy, y'all. That's another episode, but I'm going back to therapy. <laughs> but something that my previous, now my previous therapist, oh, I miss her. Um, Something that she said is like, maybe this is just the relationship. You know, like I see some of my friends, some of my friends are so close with their siblings that I'm like, is this what it's supposed to be like? But I have that relationship with my friends. Like, I have friends who, I mean, know (laughs) about my whole day, for the most part. Like, it's like, they can tell you, if I, like, go missing, they're like, well, she was doing this at this time, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. Like, there are people in my life who know the details. There are people in my life who I speak to every day. Um, There are people in my life who I speak to multiple times a week. And I never had that with my sister. And so she has my nephew. Um, and I never really felt like I was an aunt. But part of that probably is because I never really felt like I was a sister. So fast forward, I guess fast forward from where from my nephew being born, but also rewind from now. The last time I saw my sister was five years ago on Rashim's funeral day. Now, you might be like, well, maybe it's because your sister lives far. Maybe because... Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. My sister lives in New Jersey. Um, and not deep in New Jersey. <laughs> and when I moved back to the Bronx, we probably lived 20 minutes away from each other. And never saw each other. And so it felt to me at some point that I was never going to have this relationship with my nephew that I had always imagined that I would. Um, And I'm not sure if I'm 100% okay with that, but I think in this moment, this is where it is. Um, She has made comments about me missing things and maybe part of my issues with her is I feel like she missed some things for me so no one win when the family feuds according to Jay-Z you know but this is just a place that we're in and so I think I might feel like I feel like he's older I could have a relationship with him without having a relationship with my sister maybe however I am now blessed with all of these other, especially nephews, but also like a niece or two (laughs) from my friends. So many. So, I mean, when I say I feel like every one of my damn friends had a baby in the last year, I mean, there's been a lot of babies. There's been a lot of babies. There are still a lot of pregnancy announcements that are coming out. Um... And I get to be Auntie Joy to these new babies. And it's very exciting. I feel more included in certain things. Um, Be it like pictures or video chats or just kind of like updates on their lives. Or just even sometimes just seeing it on social media. And it warms my heart that my friends... 
call me Auntie Joy when they're talking to their kids or Auntie Joy Joy sometimes. Um, and it just feels so good to like have these little people that I think are so freaking cute and I want to eat their little faces and I can be that to them, whatever I want to, an aunt to be like. So like me growing up, both of my parents had siblings, like several siblings. My mom had one sister and four brothers. Two of her brothers died before I was born. So I knew two brothers and one sister. My dad had two brothers and four sisters. So I had aunts and uncles, but my aunts and uncles were much older than me. My mom was the youngest on her side. Um, and my mom was in her thirties when she had me and my dad was the oldest boy. I think he was the second oldest child and he was in his forties when I was born. So like my, my, my aunts and uncles were older. My cousins, my first cousins, um, are older than me. I'm more, I'm closer in age to my cousins, my first cousins, kids than I am to my first cousins for the most part. Um, and so I didn't have that, like, same kind of family dynamic that other people have. Like I have a cousin who's nine years apart from my mom. So like her and my mom were really close. She's like, oh my God, your mom was my favorite. You know, I have like, I found like when I cleaned out storage and had all these pictures and photos and stuff in my storage unit, um, so many pictures I found of my cousins and my mom and she's like posing with them and I'm sure they have on her makeup and it's like so cute. But like, I didn't have that with my aunts and uncles. Um, that wasn't our dynamic. I was very much a child and it were very much grownups. <laughs> um, like my grandmother was very, you know, my grandmother was like an old grandma, but I guess both of my grandmas and my grandfather, um, were older. It wasn't, it wasn't this dynamic that I now see with my friends and their kids and their parents and stuff like that. Um, so again, I'm just very grateful to have the opportunity to be this aunt to these little people um, and to like play with them and to teach them things and to check on them and to make sure they're doing well in school. And if they're not doing well, how can I support? Or like, if they're being bullied, who do I need to come up to the school and talk to? Which little kids do I need to fight? Cause I fight kids. I shouldn't say that on this podcast. I don't really fight kids. I don't fight kids. Let me not say that because somebody would be trying to come after my damn license I don't fake it, but I mean, don't mess with none of my little babies, but anyway, so whatever, super grateful, shout out to all my friends who are parents, shout out to my friends who will be parents, who are, are wanting to become parents and those who don't want to like, cause that's also not a journey for everybody. Um, and I think the older that I'm getting, the more I am realizing that these like fairy tales of happily ever after with the the 2.5 children and a white picket fence and a marriage is not everybody's dream. So if, if you want it and you have it, congratulations. If you don't want it, congratulations. If you want it and you can't have it and 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 I know that that's a different conversation and that's sometimes harder. Um Please do what you can to get it. And if you can't, I hope that you have the support that you need to be able to to process that and to be able to live in that. And I know that that's not easy. And I think, again, also the older that I'm getting, I do become, I'm, I feel like I am more hyper aware. Like, well, can I get pregnant? 
far as I know, I've never been pregnant. I'll be 38 in August. Um, so it's a thing that, that I am thinking about. Um, we're not going to get into this fully in this episode, but like now I'm dating and I feel like dating in a different way that I have during the pandemic, but also like probably for real not have like dated, 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 dated since Rasheen. And so this is a whole different fucking dynamic. I remember even dating him. I was like, oh, I'm dating in my thirties. And then it felt like, oh, we're going to get married. So like, I don't have to worry about this. This is easy. And then he passed away and then it was like dating in my, like he passed away. I was 32, going to be 38. It's a different ball game. Um, and I know women have said they have taken out babies off the table and it has alleviated some of the stress of dating. And I think in some ways I have, um, I still really do want to be a mom. And if that is my journey, then I hope that I'm the best that I can be at it. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that is what I am supposed to do or supposed to have. And folks have said like, well, if you really want to do what you can and yeah, but there's also like limitations of what I'm not willing to do to be one. And that's a personal thing. And I think again, for everyone, it's a personal journey. And like, there are things that I'm, I just won't do like, I want to do it, but I won't do that kind of thing. Um, so that's kind of where I am. But I'm also just like so grateful. I'm also glad that I'm in a space where I can be happy for my friends. Because if you've been listening to this podcast since its inception, there was a time that I was not in a good space. And like people were getting married and having babies. And I was not happy because I had lost I felt like I had lost that opportunity and like how dare somebody else have it. And I am so glad that I have healed or am healing because healing is a forever process, but I am healing and I'm able to be like, congratulations. And I'm dead ass happy for people and I love their kids and I don't have any resentment against them because these are like my good friends. So just glad that I'm in a different space and I'm really grateful for this, this podcast for, for being able to do that for me and giving me a space to talk about it, even when it wasn't positive. And so in the last part about being an auntie, not that I'm not sitting here. I'm so first of all, let me paint a picture for you. <laughs> I'm sitting in my kitchen at the Island in a robe with icy hot on <laughs> sipping Prosecco. <laughs> Cause I hurt my back. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I think I was just living and breathing and existing and the shit hurts. Um, it could be because of my mattress. It could be because my butt is big and it can't handle this. I don't know what it is, but my back is killing me. Um, so I am sitting here lathered and icy hot. I was doing some damn stretches. I took a bath. Lord, it's been all of the things just to try to feel better. And it's been a few days that it's been hurting, but I've been like, it's not bad. And then today I was like, mm, bitch, you are struggling with walking. So I'm trying to get my life together. Um, so I physically feel like what I feel like, I don't know, social media makes up fun of like an auntie. But, and when I think of like folks in the social work field, I feel like I've 
tried to be a mentor in some sense to folks. And I think I do a good job at it at times. And I think I also suck at it at other times. I think I really need to start being more honest about myself, about what I have capacity for, because there are times that I can show up for people on a daily basis or a weekly basis. And then there's times that I just can't. And and I think that it probably does come off flaky or whatever. Um, and again, I think I just need to be honest about that and set a bound, a clear boundary of what I can and can't do. So also like in the month of June, I shouldn't agree to do anything because a bitch be struggling. Also shout out to me because last month I made it to May 23rd before I started to feel the feels, which is usually, which is usually just like, that's, that's a big deal because I usually get to like May 1st or April 25th. Even though in April I did feel kind of funky, but May wasn't as bad. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, But I think I just need to be honest about what I'm able to do. But I do feel like overall, not maybe not on an individual basis, but overall I do feel like I'm an auntie in the game. Like there's so many young, dope social workers and mental health professionals of color who are like really out here doing the thing. And they're in their 20s in their early 30s, and I'm, like, so inspired because I'm just trying to figure it out. And I feel like they figured it out. I feel like young people have figured this shit out. And not just, like, social workers. I'm talking about the young girls that are, like, I do makeup, I do hair, I do lashes. Like, y'all have figured it out. Shout out to y'all because let me go pick up a trade or something. But I love that. I feel like I can be a resource and I can be an auntie in the game and like support people. Even earlier today, and she's in like a peer, so she's not like significantly younger than me. But, you know, starting a private practice, had some questions, and we sat and we met and we chopped it up and we figured out a plan and like all of this stuff. And I think sometimes people just need to hear like, you can do it. Or like, I got you, what and whatever that looks like. Or like, I'm here, or like, this is what I did. So I'm just grateful to, again, just be a part of that for some people and to have the experience and knowledge and to have made a lot of mistakes and fucked up along the way and to be able to say, like, this is what you don't do. Do not let everybody pick their rate because you're never going to make any money. You know, shit like that. So like... Again, just grateful to like be this auntie, quote unquote, for adults, auntie for my friends' kids. And, you know, maybe things will change and I'll be able to be an auntie to my actual biological nephew in a way that I kind of thought that I would be. So that's that. I don't know. Maybe this was not a riveting episode. Whatever. This was on my heart. And, um,. This is what I wanted to share. I feel like there's going to be more that's going to come to me afterwards because this is what also happens. But it's not coming and I'm going to end in a few. So thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Again, if you would like to book a Pick My Brain session, you can follow me on Instagram at The Joy of Social Work. And you can book it through the calendar in my bio. If the dates and times do not work for you and you are interested in one, 
just DM me or email me, email me, email me. Don't DM me. Email me at the joy of social work at gmail.com and set up an appointment. And then we can like say like, you know, these days don't work for me, but maybe another one will. And we could try to set up something from there. But yeah, thank you for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Say no.